because it's whiskey I can't afford. Oh, that's so the best is when you get a drink whiskey. whiskey you can't afford because yeah. <laughs> like Tyson or someone's giving it. Yeah, to it was you. Tyson. He's like, he's like, how drunk are you right now? I was like, I've had three drinks. He's like, this is perfect. He's like, you need to try this. Yeah, because if you're too drunk, then it's wasted. Yeah. But like, honestly, clean palate, clean palate can also be a little much too. Like. Oh yeah, you want it. You know what I mean? Like. Want to be warmed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. like it's one thing if you're drinking fancy red wine. Give right. it to me, like, clean palate. But, like, if I'm drinking whiskey, I want to I want to have, like, like a... You don't want to be overwhelmed by the burn. No, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so you can't get the rest of what's going on in there. Mm-hmm. What kind of whiskey was it? Uh, how it, fancy. <laughs> yeah, how fancy was it? So they do... It's... Buffalo Trace does a yearly release. Uh-huh. Oh, was uh, it his single barrel? It's uh, the E.H. It's Colonel E.H. Taylor... Uh, it's their four, the four grain, so it's, uh, it's a rye, no, it's a bourbon, but they use those, they'll put rye in it, wheat, and, uh, barley. Oh, barley. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, and it is, it does have a burn, a lot like bourbon. Like a bourbon burn. Yeah, very Which, oaky. Yeah. Uh, like so kind of doubly thing, but, I want to be warm. But there's it. like, it must have a lot of rye in it, because there's a bunch of, there's like, Oh, sweetness. Big, a uh, big hit of like, rat, like spice from the rye. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And sweetness. It's like pretty complex. Awesome. Yeah. <coughs> That's what I have to but say. But apparently, about that. <laughs> they have it available. You can go order it at uh, how expensive at the, at the observatory. It, if you go on Wednesday, it's five dollars. It's all at the very top shelf, so they have a ladder uh, fee. They uh, have a ladder <laughs> fee? No. Okay, that'd be. I fucking you should. But, That's a risk. You're you're encumbering yourself with a risk. Yeah, I hope they I hope they tie off. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the weed and whiskey podcast. Weed and whiskey. Yeah, with I'm, our guest today is Derek Schoonover. Hello. Derek Schoonover. It's me. It's him. Yeah. I did it. He's a, he's a bright young... He's like the spark, he's a spark plug in the... Uh, human he's human. a rising rising talent in the Spokane comedy <laughs> community. Which is saying either a lot or a little, depending on the regard you hold to the community. <laughs> like a sp- I like it. I like like the sparkler on the 4th of July of the comedy scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Like, doesn't sound exciting, but then once it's actually really dark, it's fucking super nice. You're like, (laughs) oh, that's a nice change. And it's going to burn out really fast. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know. This metaphor goes deep. This is Casey's pretty crafty, dude. Yeah. It's pretty crafty. You can relight it. (laughs) And if you got like. If you got like. 40 of them and tape them together, they'd just explode. It's a bomb, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that before. I used to play music and I'm like, it'd be great if there was five of me. <laughs> so, like, all... But then I was like, it'd probably be a lot of creative differences yeah. and violence. Yeah. <laughs> and you might never play a show because Because <laughs> one of you would always be like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I used stuff. to play music. Yeah, what'd you play? Uh, I played guitar. I played bass in the first band I was in. Yeah. Uh, and then I, fr- I started a band in college that I played rhythm guitar in. Nice. Because I'm like, 
I got pretty good at playing guitar. Yeah. But then when it came to like learning solo stuff, like modes and all the weird scales and shit, I was like, squiggly, nah, squiggly things. I don't want to. Yeah. This is not. I'm done with like this. A, in a reggae band or. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I can. I, I I wanted nothing more than to be the dude. I I remember growing up in Spokane. When 10 Minutes Down was looking for a guitarist, I was like, oh, that's for me, dude. Yeah. But uh, they need that guy to like play a number of solos, and I was like, oh. Well, it's mostly right. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Partially. If I could find a friend that could just play the solos. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't have time to learn these three solos over 14 so songs. Yeah. <laughs> Guitar solos are tough. Man. They are, dude. And well, like, They look easy, though. <laughs> Like, I've always noticed yeah, that like it's yeah. not soloing isn't really cut out for dudes that have giant fucking hands. Yeah, well, like long hands. Yeah, like long, yeah, thin long, hands. Yeah, like Buckethead or Dave Mustaine. Yeah, but I mean, you got like I don't know, fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan had some monkey paws, man. He had some big old hands. Right. It was weird too because he wasn't a very big guy, but these monster hands. <laughs> it's fucking born for it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard that uh, when Stevie Ray Vaughan died, it was in a helicopter crash, mm-hmm. crashed into a mountain, mm-hmm. and somebody gave up their seat for mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and it was Eric Clapton yes. who gave up their seat. That's I wish Eric Clapton would have crashed into that mountain. <laughs> I mean, no offense, <laughs> Tears in Heaven is a great song. What year was that? I don't know. Like yeah. 84, 85? Yeah, yeah that would have been pretty recent. good timing. Yeah, it was like mid-80s, dude. <laughs> and like, uh, we just be done with that guy. Yeah, he's oh, great. But I wonder not, what Stevie Ray Vaughan would have done. I don't know, man. He would have probably just fizzled out. Of he probably would have died in here. He'd, he'd be playing casinos probably now. <laughs> hey, that's... Which is a good dude. living. It turns out that that's just like a pretty sweet kick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw Cheap Trick at the casino. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they, they about fit. Big that was about the right venue for them. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. see Cheap Trick selling out the arena. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> but they did, they got the, the, whatever, the hall at, at Northern <laughs> how, Quest Casino. How many people at that show knew words to Cheap Trick song? Like, knew most all the of words. them. Okay. Not, not like all. I, I wouldn't say. Two songs. Because most of the Definitely time, two songs. I think I've been to, I think I've been to three casino shows, <laughs> bands, and people just like start singing along, but they do it like you do the radio. Right. There was a. I was impressed at the number of older people. I took yeah, my dad casino. to that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like. It wasn't a lot of like ironic young hipsters. Right. There's a lot of people like just the people you'd expect to be there. Right. And then I was there because if you asked me and you haven't, but I'm gonna give my opinion anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like cheap you trick. You assume we were about to. <laughs> right. I just assume. I feel like cheap trick is like in the way that uh, certain bands were the progenitors of like legitimate punk rock music, like the New York Dolls or whatever. Right. I feel like Cheap Trick was kind of like the the proto pop punk band. Uh, yeah. Like it's all it's all power chords and real simple riffs, but yeah. it's like pretty poppy overall. Yeah. I mean, like Dream Police is a little esoteric, but I want you to want me. It's pretty uh, fucking straightforward. Two yeah. Two Cheap Trick songs. That's that's, that's all you need to know, dude. Classic rock Surrender. Radio station. Yeah. Surrender. You're yeah. yeah. <clears throat> 
on my phone app that I listen to music on when Cheap Trip comes on. Yeah. They play uh, I Want You to Want Me. And then at the end of it, <laughs> it keeps going. Like, this next song is off our new album we just recorded yesterday. The song is called Surrender. That's when the track cuts off. That's when they do that on a live album when it's got a tail on it. Yeah. And then it just stops. Yeah. Oh, couldn't give me a two oh, for I know I gotta listen to this app for two and a half hours before, <laughs> it's before, before they surrender. It's not even from the same goddamn concert. I and I don't pay enough I don't pay enough to skip ahead. If Surrender had them introducing um I want you to want me. <laughs> it was just a two song concert. This is our other big hit. Oh man. We know you want to hear some other stuff, but this is all we got. <laughs> this is, this is all we tracks. remember. You know, what's, you know what's weird is uh, I, I just uh, we moved here a year ago from Yuma, Arizona, and they have. Uh, That's where you're from. Everyone's been wondering. No, I'm from here. I just moved I mean, to like, Arizona for like ten years, and I mean, like we were wondering where, where, you, where you came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from from you went to Walkabout, but uh, it's all. Um, RV parks down there, okay. RV resorts, and they have the worst concerts ever, and and, and oh. people go to them, but it's like, it's like ABBA cover band, like not cover band, but like tribute band, like Ooh, even lights and shit like that, and they have this dude down there uh, who's an Elvis impersonator, and he works every night for like four months. Every what? single night, every show, that dude makes seven grand. What? He works every fucking night of the week for like four months. He makes and seven grand a night? A night <laughs> for like four months. What dude. am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Practicing <laughs> jokes. <laughs> doing all this but, and I'll tell you another part is I saw this dude. You see him all over the place because he lives there. Because it's um, snowbirds come down yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. in the wintertime. You see him all over the place. That dude is Mexican as fuck. <laughs> 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 and he's got the sideburns. And does shit. he go young Elvis? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he so I think you can get away man. with young Elvis as a Latino guy. But, yeah. but older, paunchier Elvis. Yeah. No, fat, he is fat Vegas Elvis. Super white. Yeah, you have to put on some white face. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Elvis is a, he's a pretty impersonated person. Oh, yeah. I think his uh, actual uh, look has faded. Like, you just remember him as... Oh, as yeah, dude. Jumpsuit Elvis, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Jim Morrison. I always think of as Val Kilmer now. For, for that, for I think movie. that's fine. I yeah, think that's an okay way to remember Jim Morrison. It's probably an okay to re- way to remember yeah. Val Kilmer. I agree. Too, I agree completely with that. Because he's, he's a weird one now, man. Well, it's always been a little strange. You either remember Jim Morrison as Val Kilmer or um, as the character in uh, Wayne's World too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it walks out of the desert. I haven't seen that shit before, man. <laughs> Have you seen Don Peyote? Anybody seen that? No. no. Really? What? Oh, it's such a cool movie. It's really, <laughs> How really How did I miss weird. something called Don Peyote? Yeah, it's got a Dan Fogler. Fogler? Fogler? Don, I don't know. Fogel. Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> no, the, uh, the dude, he was in um, that new Harry Potter knockoff. Oh. Knockoff, um, um, the Fantastic Beast. Right. right. Yeah, he was like the main guy, kind of a chubby dude. <coughs> I definitely but, avoided that. Oh, it's a fucking <laughs> crazy movie, though. Is it? Yeah, he goes on a weird, <laughs> he's just this dude, and he starts having weird premonitions, goes on this crazy fucking drug trip, and 
So it's yeah, like so it's like the real Don. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. So is it like the real Don Quixote story, but kind of ish? But drugs mixed in. But like way fucking weird. It's it's really out there. It's it's fucking cool though, man. I liked it. I wasn't expecting it at all when I saw it. But did you stream it? Is it on a streaming service? Yeah. Which one? I don't know. Probably oh, all perfect. of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like they steal stuff off the internet. That's but, fine. Yeah. They're not after the people who steal it. They're after yeah. the people that host it for you to steal. Yeah. Fuck which, those guys. Which I like. Yeah. outlaws. <laughs> yeah. I'm just over here too poor and on house arrest to go to the movies. Exactly. <laughs> I'm too on house arrest to go to the movies. Which Over bummed there. me out because I didn't get to see Black Panther. I didn't see it either. I heard yeah, that shit was really good. I haven't seen it. Oh, man. Well, that's not because, you know... Yeah, we're in the minority now. <laughs> Black Panther made these three white guys minorities. That's a that Actually, was a stretch. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's what this podcast is for: stretching Let's it take out. A stretch. I'll watch it. Ah, I'm gonna watch it. So well, after I have a lot of free time to go to the to the theater. Yeah. At least I didn't when Black Panther was. That's it's maybe still, it's still, still in the theater. Maybe it'll go. Maybe it's at like the Garland moment. or something. Yeah, I'll catch it. I'll catch it on a big screen. No, I think it's still. I think it might be number, player. It's got the one. number one. Yeah. It's got the highest gross of any superhero movie in America. Yeah. Without us going to it. Yeah, without well, the three of us. Can you imagine that that twenty four extra dollars? <laughs> <laughs> didn't put. It, that's not what they were waiting for. To they push went, them over that, that didn't push them over the edge. <laughs> Just watching the little ticker go up. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't pointing at the wall. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what's going I was on? The wall, dude. Is there a bug? They're just sitting there looking at the numbers. <laughs> we just can't crack over. We're twenty five dollars <laughs> short. <laughs> Better hope these guys don't go to the matinee. <laughs> No, it's it's not too into superhero movies. Really? Yeah, not too much. What? That one just looked like another superhero movie. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is, obviously, but maybe... I've heard it's really good. It's supposed to be, and it's also good because it's like... I can remember when that first, like, Iron Man came out, and you're like, this is a pretty good movie. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty dope. And then... What was the fucking next franchise they said? Was it Captain America the next franchise in yeah. that? But they did like yeah. they did those Iron Man movies, but as soon as they started to do the next franchise of movies, or yeah. maybe it was Thor or some Thor shit, you could tell shit. that they were doing a connected universe, yeah. which is something that like as a comic book fan growing up, that I'd always been like, Why would you just make these X Men movies in total isolation? Yeah. And right. like Spider Man in total like these are connected universe, like, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, where they're like not aware of each other. Right. And they, and I get, I get now that it's because like Sony owned X-Men and like yeah. whatever owned the, the Fuck capitalism. The, right. You're but it's like, everything. <laughs> For everything. That just gets like this exclusivity bullshit where it's like, well, we're the only ones that are going to make an X-Men movie. You're like, yeah. okay, fine. But you know that if you talk to, Fox Studios or whoever owns this other shit and you guys just like we're like hey man you scratch our back we'll scratch yours you guys could both make more fucking money make a monster instead of this like whoa we got the X-Men and yeah. then they fucking butchered those movies nobody wants to uh, throw in there I'm, that's locked. why I'm stoked for the Infinity War dude it looks weird the it's Infinity a lot War of people thing? fuck that's yeah like, that's like a weird there used to be just one dude or woman or person was the point of the movie it was like here's Tom Hanks right well this is like <laughs> Enjoy. 
Tom Hanks was superhero? <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. But he played Woody in Toy Story. Yeah. That's true. That is kind of a superhero. A cowboy. But He's that's like... Shitty superhero. I mean, when those... Like, when Infinity War... When the Infinity War Saga or Infinity Gauntlet Saga came mm-hmm. out, that was at a point in comic books where, like, they were losing readership because everything was kind of so in isolation and they were like, yeah. we really got to fucking shock the system up, dude. Yeah. And, uh... They were even doing DC and Marvel stuff, just smashing those. Fuck yeah, they like were, that. dude. Which ain't never gonna happen now. No. Because they have butchered <laughs> the shit out of those DC movies. I guess I got out of superhero comics, too. I ain't more into, like, weird comics. Like, what? Like, like, like you got Sandman? Yeah. Weird ones. <laughs> you know, odd ones. No, yeah, Sandman. I like those. I do like those, like, really big ones where it's, like, they're all done. Right. I just grabbed, like, Preacher was really good. I didn't get into that till way late. Preacher was good. Yeah. And especially if you can just... The whole thing? Yeah, yeah, dude. Shake. I worked in the kitchen with a guy who had the whole Preacher thing, and he was like, dude, read this. Yeah. I was like, okay. There was this one, uh, a book called Buddha, and it was, like, this monstrous Japanese... I can't remember. I can never remember Japanese people's names because of racism. Racist. Yeah. It's super racist. But it's super like, racist. it's like thick. Like, That's actually how he chooses to honor our troops. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Never remember the names <laughs> of the countries we defeated. Never remember. There you go. Where'd we send them off to? Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> Does not matter. All right. Yeah. What was the last, like, good, good, good-ass movie that you saw that was like, fuck yeah. Um, good. Jeez. Just any movie, any genre? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, The Little Prince. It's a little, like, it's an animated movie. It's kind of, like, for kids, but it's also, like, a little deeper. It's just, like, like, the aesthetic is very childish and stuff, but it also, like, is, like, slightly atypical, given the way that all the Disney Pixar movies look. Yeah. So it's like a little off from that formula. I, that's what I heard about. That it was real weird. It had a little. It's got, but it's got like just enough like weirdness in it, and it's yeah. like uh, this kid is re- being read this story, and then like it like, it turns out that all the characters from the story are actually people that he interacts with. Yeah. Okay. In his day to day. That's cool. And he sees through like the bullshit programming of the adults, and like, yeah. like come on, blah, blah, blah. it's fucking. I think that's a, a solid yeah. thing to do for kids' movies, put a lot of levels in them and stuff. I like the Lego movie because they did that with the weird dimensional things where it was like, there was these I'm so unfortunately out of those. I've yeah. heard they're really good. Oh, I just, I'm talking about the first one. Okay, the, the actual yeah, Lego the movie. The first one, yeah. Because it was unexpected. I was like, this is unexpected. And then the I saw it again. And it was like, oh, it's a whole different movie when you know that shit from the beginning because, like, the dialogue makes more sense and mm-hmm. stuff. It's just some yeah. kid making it up and everything. Sweet. But I like having those those weird levels in movies. What about you? You, you watch anything? movies? Uh, this is no, great. Derek's interviewing us. I don't, watch, do I don't watch movies. I don't watch any. It's no. like TV uh, nowadays, <laughs> man. Like no, I just watched, um, just watched The Disaster Artist. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was. It's obviously weird, and I haven't seen the room. Right. So, uh, I think that made it almost. <laughs> I think that made it almost better. Yeah. Because I wasn't. Yeah. If I'd seen the room, I'd be like, "He's just doing a shitty." <laughs> well, I heard. Well, actually, when they they show it, so at the end they show him 
it's like side by side yeah. scenes that they, that they remade. It's basically the same. It's thing. pretty, it's super close. And they did a really good job with it. Yeah. But, uh, just, I would have rather not, I would have rather just not known that it was a, real. like based on a real thing. You just think that that was like a fun contained story in of itself. Like yeah, just that This is a great idea. That yeah. whole. Sure, 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 sure. It's like a fun buddy movie. But, uh, I, I had a weird thing when I went and saw that we actually saw it in the theater and it was uh, like 20 minutes in I was like is this going to happen all the way through <laughs> it's, like, it's like guy doing a really good impression of somebody being a terrible actor right. slash human being or whatever yeah. it's just like what is this thing <laughs> then by like 45 minutes I was like I'm a uh, I don't know. You were over it. Checking out. <laughs> checking out. I, I, I listened to the book on audiobook right before I went and mm. did it. And the guy who wrote the book read the book and did the same kind of impression and stuff. So I think it might have just been oh, you're just over that fucking <laughs> <laughs> accent. Too close to get it. I've been using the online streaming services not to watch movies, but to. Uh, got Hulu recently. Yeah. Which Netflix is way off its game. Uh huh. Like, Netflix is cool if you want to watch comedy specials mm-hmm. and certain types of documentaries. Or like, or TV series. Certain ones, but yeah. like, the only downside to Netflix, or to Hulu on the TV series, is that like, it has commercials. Right. Okay, that's a bummer, but it's like, now I'm really into like, watching like, hundreds of episodes of the same anime. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard, yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah, if that yeah, makes couple. sense, yeah. I just I've started like a second eight hundred episode anime. <laughs> you have so much time. I do. God, I've heard, like I heard that you can like look up online the uh, where they have filler episodes. That's what I do. Is I go to these. <laughs> there's like nerds who have like watched every episode. And they're like, this is not. A, this is either not canon, or B, this is just like some bullshit they put in there to stretch it out and make it longer so I don't watch so say there's 800 episodes right like 250 of them are gonna be bullshit filler uh, so those are gone right out the bat so how do you know that the, how do you know that it's the bullshit episodes cause I go online uh, to, read to like about guides yeah. that so you have to are... spend time to go online to read about all the episodes that you're supposed to skip <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's only like very Jesus little time. Christ, it's very little it. time. It's, it's less, too much time for it's me. Less time it's way watch, less yeah. time to go online for three minutes and I be get, like, okay, I get, it's, I get that it's more, it's more, it's less time than watching. <laughs> yeah, <episode>. holy shit. <laughs> but if somebody said, oh, so go online, research what episodes you're supposed to watch of this thing. I'm, look, man. <laughs> and sometimes I'll tell you, sometimes... I would go, I don't, I don't think I need to even partake in the whole series <laughs> at this point if that's what they want me to do. Some levels to well, this shit. Fair enough, but like, it. Like, the same shit is true of, like, that 70s show or whatever. Like, all these, like, sitcoms. There's, like, there's yeah. there's episodes that advance the story. And then there's episodes where they're like, Today on that 70s show, right. Eric stubs his toe right. at but work. There aren't 800 episodes of that 70s show. There's, like, That's 400. There's too many. There's not 400 episodes. No, I was just throwing a number out there. <laughs> okay, I'm guessing it's around 100. It was Well, 100 is when you go into syndication, so it's got to be over 100. Yeah. Because sure. that's really close. <laughs> what you drinking there, Josh? Mountain Dew? I It is a Mountain Dew. I know, I saw the label. But it's Mountain Dew Black Label. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a beer. It does kind of look like yeah. a beer. Like, I would feel slightly weirded out driving with this. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I'll have to search Mountain Dew. And it's got the... Uh, yeah, the matted... The, yeah, matte feel. It's, yeah. it's weird. They, like, attack all your senses these days. Mm-hmm. They had those monsters that have, like, bumps all over them. So, it's... Uh, it's or were they monsters? Dew crapping with blackberry, or dark berry. Nice. And, uh... It's good, man. man. It's like, so I mean, good. I'm not a crazy huge soda guy, but... Yeah. God damn. This is a nice change of pace when you can't drink at all anymore because right. you're terribly irresponsible with your drinking uh-huh. <laughs> to have a soda yeah because i've been out of the soda game almost entirely for like the last five years unless it had like whiskey in it right then i wasn't drinking soda like yeah. pop soda. And at that point it doesn't really matter what the right. soda is it doesn't yeah because as long as it's not like orange soda <laughs> and then yeah i'm not saying it, it couldn't be done no, I'm just saying Orange not, Pellegrino with the bourbon is pretty good. Right, I'm just saying that's... Yeah. But Orange Pellegrino isn't really a soda to me. It's got bubbles. Right, and I get that, but it's not like full of... It's a sparkling... Uh, it's not full of gross, like... What is this guy? Corn saying, syrup? Oh, no, class, this just has sugar. So your classification of soda is it has to have like some level of grossness to it. I use the word soda yeah, to yeah, mean yeah. what other people would say pop Right. Okay. Because yeah. I don't like the saying the word pop right and i'm not from the south so not everything is coke right yeah that's Which, weird thing. give me a mountain dew coke orange coke. yeah you guys want a coke what kind of coke you want yeah. you're like i didn't know there were so many different varieties of coke yeah but i could specify cherry coke cherry coke it's classic yeah, yeah. imagine yeah. being the goods <laughs> There's imagine, actually, being a, imagine being a Coke addict and going down there and they go, what kind of Coke do you want? <laughs> There's choices. Oh, There's flavors. There are flavors of Coke. Uh, yeah, I know. Okay. Oh, cocaine? Yeah. Huh. When I I've lived in Seattle, I got to experience that. Like? Mint flavored mint Coke. Flavor Coke? Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. And so what happens is like you For do no, the Coke no, and then it goes no. down the back yeah. and instead of tasting like gross chemicals and vomit like death or potential vomit, it tastes like mint. And you're yeah. like, oh. That's interesting. And the guy said he had coconut and orange. Hmm. And I was like, I don't want to try any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but mint, you say? Definitely. Yeah. I like the coconut idea. <laughs> Right, so because like the, inside my head, yeah, your head turns into one of those shells with all the brown hairs. On I mean, it. they got yeah. weed that tastes or smells like just about everything, yeah. Right. And there's uh, the, the vape cartridges, too, or like oh, God. stuff, yeah, Super Fucking vape cartridges. You like those vapes? No, vapes? well, okay, like the weed ones are tolerable, yeah, uh, but I don't like. When they add in adulterate flavors, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I could, I could there's a, the people who make, is it Caviar Gold? They make these things called cavi cones. They're like super infused joints. Mm. Like they have like a lot of hash in them somehow. I don't mm. remember the exact way it goes, but there's they're like 40% as yeah. a joint or 45. Like fucking not for just one person unless you're like a mega stoner. <laughs> <laughs> but they also have these like flavored ones where it's like strawberry and green mm. apple and like do you open the cap and it smells like Nesquik strawberry nice. and like that's cool like well, kind of right but it's well, also kind of like some of that shit it's always kind of like it makes me wonder like well, what kind of shitty weed are they putting in there right uh. you know what i mean like 
There's weed. I mean, I, when I worked at Conscious Family Farms, we grew strawberry cough that if I put you in the room mm -hmm. and like blindfolded you and asked you what was going on in there, I mean, if you heard the fans, you'd know we were growing weed. But like, right. it smelled so like strawberry. Like you could you could have probably convinced someone we were making like strawberry jam. Yeah. It was just like really, really crazy. I don't know. I've heard that a lot about weed and it all just smells like weed to me. Um, <laughs> Is there, like, there's all these like little, you know. Yeah, no, I do. Tweaks and it's just that like kind of the plant itself is apparently supposed to be able to produce the whole range of terpenes yeah. like, uh, that occur in the natural world. Yeah. So that's why, like, people are like, this is blueberry kush. Is there a steak? Uh, so my my understand what is the what is the is the terpenes or the little crystals? No, terpenes okay. are uh, what are the chemicals? Called? They're, they're called little crystals. Uh, yeah. just little crystals. Uh, trichromes. That's it. Yeah, and they look like little tiny mushrooms. When you yeah, they do look like little tiny mushrooms. Yeah, I got a friend who does uh, weed photography, and he's. Always getting in there super close. Oh yeah, little... that's how you know whether it's time to harvest or not. Yeah. When you're looking at the trichromes, like <clears throat> they go from like clear to milk white uh, to amber, uh, and then they pop. Like the little mushroom part will pop. Nice. You want to get it just as it's like just starting to turn amber. Weird. Right. <laughs> that's so weird. I always yeah. think of like because I know people who grow weed and stuff, and I'll go over to their house, and there's just Pot everywhere. I always think of like fifteen year old me, just like buying yeah. twenty bag, and I'm like, yeah, oh, cool, this is gonna last forever. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, it's like, oh shit, there's just weed remember... on the floor here, <laughs> it's <just> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know that. It's mad, man. When you like, like it's like the first time you ever buy like, like there's those grades of it. Yeah. Like yeah, you when you start out and you're buying like a twenty bag. Yeah. First yeah. time you get an eighth, you're like, oh, this is oh, this is a good man. amount of weed, dude. This is at least two weeks or whatever. This is a lot of weed. Yeah. And like you buy a quarter ounce and you're like, holy fuck, this is a lot of weed. Yeah. And then you get an ounce to split with your buddies. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is so much goddamn weed. And then and then your buddies are like, hey, you should just go get a quarter pound. And you're like. <laughs> I should just go get a quarter pound. Right. It's like the whoa. and then like fuck. I can like very distinctly remember the first time I saw a dude. He had this like a vacuum seal bag, like a long narrow one, yeah. with two pounds of weed in it. <laughs> and he like had it stuffed down his pants under his coat and stuff as he came into my house. And he comes out and just pulls this thing out. I'm like, oh, oh my god, there's that much weed. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I had a friend show up one time with a, a gallon, one of those gallon Ziploc bags. Yeah. And just tossed it at me. And he's like, you want to buy that? And I was like, yes. How much? And he's like, I don't know, like 30 bucks? And I was like, yes. So it's like, because his, his brother had ripped somebody off. No. And so he just had all this weed. And he was like, I just want to give <laughs> it out. Yeah, to everybody. I was Dude. like, that is great. I was like, well, this is... How I fund my life from now on, and it did not turn out that way at all. No, no, not, really? Not even a little bit. No. What? It's, it's weird. It seems like, I guess, selling meat is harder than it seems. It's really, well, nowadays, it's really hard. Yeah. Like, now, the, the people who sell black market weed are, like, to me, the equivalent of people who, like, were brewing their own beer before mm -hmm. homebrew became fully legal. Right. Where it was like people didn't really care that you were doing it, but you weren't actually supposed to. 
and eventually, like you kind of end up having to like give it away as gifts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's one that's one thing I've noticed is that the price of like because of legal weed, the price of black market weed is like come down really fucking real far, far yeah. real far. Like I, <laughs> I had a person just. <clears throat> tell me they'd sell ounces for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. yeah like hundred dollar ounces is like <laughs> <laughs> that used to be a thing that only happened on like sundays at barter fair uh, <clears throat> some kid was like fuck i don't have any gas shit. money yep. like, hundred bucks for this ounce You're like mm, i guess <laughs> You can't go any lower. Yeah, you can't. What about 80? Can you do 80 for that? Come on. And like at the time, that's what you'd pay for a quarter ounce with no friend zone hookup. Yeah. And now, like, dude, if if someone told me they wanted $80 for a quarter ounce of weed, I mean, I wouldn't slap them, but I'd want to. (laughs) And it'd be for their own good. Like, what are you, who are you trying to fucking fool? There's so much pot out there. There is. It's insane. And it's like, like who'd have thought that something that grows out of the ground could have become so abundant? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> crazy. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Just put it in some dirt, and there you go. Yeah, but like you know, that's and that's that's the thing that bums me out about the legal market is that so much of it is. You can tell the amount of carrots had is basically just like put it in the dirt and grow it. Uh, 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 <laughs> There's so thing. much like not to talk like a load of mess about Alex and Brandy, but oh. like <laughs> I didn't know you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but like he buys the bulk of the weed they smoke, and yeah. it's just terrible. It's not good. It's not good weed. It's not, and it's not because he's like searching out for shitty weed specifically. It's just like he goes to the store, and he. That's, I don't think they know much of anything at the store. They buy, really don't, man. Because I worked for a place, uh, like that farm, Conscious Family, and we grew really incredible weed. And the, what it comes down to is the stores who are making the fucking lion's share of the money, yeah. they just don't want to pay for good weed because the market doesn't really demand it. Yeah, people just but, want something. Like, you go into the store and you hear... like. You go to Lucky Leaf and you sit there for an hour just like looking at stuff and I guarantee you like in, in an hour, fifty times you'll hear What's the highest THC for the lowest money you got? <laughs> like that's just like It's like drinking. Is it though? I mean it yeah, is too yeah. it is for like if, if you you're can, like a twenty one year old. You can sit at most bars and well, they're probably newer smokers. Yeah, and that's I mean that is what it comes down so to. You could sit at a bar and multiple times in a night here. <laughs> Well, either they try to either they try to order uh, a Long Island iced tea, perfect, <laughs> or, perfect, or they'll say, "What you got? that's cheap. What's your cheapest shot?" And they usually want to hear like Monarch, <laughs> some like really right. shitty booze. But they're not like they're not like, "What's your cheapest shot? That's the strongest." People people I say know that people about, do people that. People say that about beer actually more than anything else. What's oh, your boy, strongest yeah. beer for the money? You're like, it's all. It's like, why don't you order liquor? <laughs> yeah. It's about the same price, and you'll get way more fucked up. I'll tell you what, I'll give you 16 ounces of liquor for $40. And then you won't remember where you spent that $40. <laughs> so give me another $40. What do you think about uh, legalization of drugs in general? I think it's the it's right like, way to yeah. go, man. Like the whole, whole, the whole, the whole gamut, thing, the whole thing, the whole thing. That's what I think too. Yeah, I think sure. the Portugal. I think it would make. I think it would make people a lot less scared of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it would make it easier if, you, if somebody got addicted. It would make the path to like 
treatment to treatment and, and like recovering from addiction was so much better so much easier. like you look at like Portugal yeah an example they set where it's like okay so now instead of spending all that money on enforcement and bullshit they have people that go out and look for the people who are like the most fucked up like mm-hmm. the homeless like injection drug users and yeah. they just go around with clean needles and like literature and they're like hey are you doing okay yeah i got some you need some needles here's some needles so you don't get any transmitted diseases i don't know if uh, if portugal's where they do this but i think it might be somewhere in scandinavia where if you want heroin they have like clinics yeah you Mm -hmm. go get you go get it administered by like a medical professional yeah they have fucking rooms where you go and you shoot up and you're observed by a trained professional and they have clean apparatus and that's yeah. to me that's the main people selling point it. of legalization mm-hmm. like it's been kind of like we in Washington we kind of really like we didn't legalize weed the best way it could have been done our approach was maybe not as great as other states yeah. in their approach but that having been said at least in Washington like we fucking test the weed mm-hmm. you know like when you buy weed here you know that it's not moldy, yeah. or at least past a certain point. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know that there haven't been like moldy. they're not using like chemicals on it, like Eagle Twenty, and shit like that. That are like that like there's systemic, uh, like plant. There's systemic treatments you can give a plant that stay in it for its whole life yeah. and yeah. combat like the mites and the mold. But then like when you combust them, <laughs> they turn into like heavy metals and shit like yeah, that yeah. and that's you don't like, want to eat it little right it, and know. so like that went on in colorado there was a big thing there and there's people uh, that do it here but like the big one that i comes to mind immediately you for don't me, want to sit back and like smoke one of those weeds that turns into heavy metal while you're listening to heavy metal only I if do, i'm watching the be... movie heavy metal yeah <laughs> the movie heavy metal like for me the, well, the main one that, is like dude, with, like i'm not a heroin user i never have been don't see myself doing it unless I make it to 80 and then I'm going to yeah. let the sunshine out. Yeah. But like, <laughs> there's tons of people that are dying because there's fentanyl being mixed into heroin. Oh yeah, that like uh, weight loss shit? No, fentanyl is this like, it's an opiate. You're thinking of eph- ephedrine. Yeah. I, I thought fentanyl was the same thing. Oh, people lose weight on it, but not. <laughs> <laughs> not for the right reason, man. No, it's like an opiate that's like, it's like five fentanyl. times. It's way stronger. It's like a hundred times stronger than Oxycontin. Yeah. It's like super the fuck potent. So when they get bad heroin, like they mix fentanyl in it to make yeah, it stronger. Yeah. And uh, people are dying to opiate overdoses all over yeah, the country yeah. because of that shit. It's and good. it's like, you know, if people could go to a place that was like at least government regulated and buy their drugs, yeah, then they wouldn't have to fucking worry about that. And the thing yeah. I don't get is like, it's not like... <sighs> Heroin and weed are not the same in that when you legalize heroin, there's not going to be a ton of people who are like, oh, yeah. it's legal now, let's try it out. Half the time. I'm going to say something that's super pretentious. That's fine. I'm just going to uh, acknowledge it right up front. Have yeah. you ever uh, read uh, Infinite Jest? No. Anybody? Mm-mm. Who's it by? David Foster Wallace. Okay. DF Dubs. You know. DF Dubs. I've yeah. heard him speak about yeah. the dangers of... Uh, Fucking, what is it? No, the, the, not neo-modernism, the fucking... The post-modernism? Post-modernism, yeah. thank you. Yeah, he's kind of the post-postmodern, post-modern, 
poster child. <laughs> That's a lot of posts in <laughs> wow. it. But uh, it, he, it, the Infinite Jest is a uh, has a whole bunch of different storylines. But one of them is about a videotape that um, creates so much pleasure in the watcher that that's all they want to do is sit and watch this videotape until they die. Yeah. And so the um, so kind of like the ring. Yeah, kind of like that, but not like <laughs> it's stabby or whatever. The yeah, 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 yeah. Tomato, tomato. But uh, there's a, so the idea is like, is that a thing that should be allowed out into the public? And there's a whole long scene where two people are arguing the point back and forth. Like the public can't help themselves if there's something so good that they want it until they die. So it should be policed and kept away. It's kind of like an allegory for drugs. And stuff, sure. Like really hard yeah. drugs, you know? I mean, but uh, I think that you should be able to just go to the store and buy anything. I mean, if you can go buy liquid plumber right now, that shit'll fuck you up if you drink it. Fuck right. yeah, dude! You should be able to go. Yeah, it would keep just it would keep people from doing Tide Pods. Exactly, <laughs> Tide Pods <laughs> fucking suck, man. Go yeah, smoke they, some meth, dude. you don't even get that high on a Tide Pod. No, just soak. But you just clean as you clean as a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I think that would be I I nope I can't uh, so it's like super concentrated soap Derek on another note yeah yes when did you break into comedy uh I haven't yet good answer good answer when was your answer. first time on on a mic though it, well uh, were you one of those guys who did some like a spat of them here and there uh-uh. and then waited no you just no no i did like poetry before okay so i'd done like talking in front of people and stuff mm-hmm. and i was fairly comfortable with that and uh, i was like oh, i think i want to try doing comedy and everything and i was like maybe i'll do poetry and then here and I went and did like two poetry readings here and then uh went and did a comedy at the club an open mic mm-hmm. I was like fuck poetry forever this is way better <laughs> <laughs> this is so much better oh well cause like you you've been writing for a while it seems oh yeah like, right? I, I write a lot yeah I've, I've been a writer for for ever. a long time right yeah, like yeah. do you have published work uh yeah i self-published a poetry book okay and i have another poetry book that i just haven't published sure so this is a big huge i see like online on your facebook you were posting for a while there like oh parts of a complete story or yeah, something yeah it's, it's a whole a full novel and like some okay. of your <laughs> some of your posts to just promote like <laughs> an open mic or a show you're going to would turn into like a five page yeah. <laughs> I hadn't written for a long time and then it, I started doing those and it was like just blah like retarded shit mm-hmm. out that's great it. yeah I just I only asked that cause like it's, it feels like the writing background you have comes through mhm in your performance, in yeah. your material generation, because like, you know, I, I'm. <clears throat> that's an area that I'm lacking in in terms of comedy. In writing. Is, yeah, like I'm not a dedicated writer. Yeah. I'm not a consistent writer, and I'm not like I don't. I know that there's certain m- moments of inspiration for certain people. Like certain people can sit down. And just write mm-hmm. and all that. And I'm not necessarily one of them. But the more I listen to people who are successful and further along in the game. Yeah. 
it seems like it's kind of like a required thing that at some point you do just need to sit down yeah at some point you gotta legit right right you gotta turn into like Mark Twain or somebody, one of those guys, or you know Hemingway getting up at four in the morning and getting three hours of writing done before yeah. anyone else is awake. That's my so. that's my experiences uh, when I was writing poetry. I wrote a shitload of poetry, mm-hmm. and it happened while I was in college, just uh, the last time. And, uh, <laughs> I went lots of times. Yeah. Last time, how many? Times? <laughs> yeah, so, well, two so far. Do you have a degree out of it? No. Yeah. <laughs> We all have enough credits, probably. <laughs> yeah, I could have got a general studies degree. Yeah. I just didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. But that was, uh, I was writing in school all the time. And then uh, this book that I'm putting up on Facebook and stuff, I it was, it was in Yuma. I just wrote that over a summer and I was doing two hours a day. Or it was actually, it was a thousand words a day. So at least a thousand words a day, sometimes more than that. And I would. That's what, like a page? Uh, it's a big two, page. Two it's, pages. It's two, 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 two and a half pages. Depending on yeah. spacing. Yeah. Well, it was funny because I wrote it on a fucking iPad. Oh, no. little Yeah, torturous. I was like, oh, I hate this. But that seemed to, like, help, you know. Yeah. It was like I had a reason to hate it, you know. And then I went re- re-edited it a million times. But uh, but that was, those. I mean, it worked. For sure. And it's weird. That's the part that I like the least about doing comedy is the writing part. Yeah. Because I'll just I do, I just kind of have like ideas and, you know, yeah. I show up to the open mics and just be fucking rambling, like retarded shit. And then go back and listen to them and I can see like, oh, there's sort of a joke form there or whatever. Totally. That's, that's yeah. my favorite way to do it. I can't sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to write yeah. this bit. Right. Uh, the structure for it. <laughs> well, I have to just write. I have cool. to. I have to regurgitate it out of my brain on a page. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'll read through that a few times. and go. Okay, I'm gonna do this on the mic. Yeah. And I usually know like this is not gonna go well. Yeah. At all. But I just gotta. I have to say it out loud and just hear if people even respond to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About those it. That's I'm trying I'm to cultivate that discipline though to write, and it's not not going super sweet. Uh, yeah. I was like, I had high took, hopes, man. I was like, oh, I'm going to be on house arrest, so the, yeah, I'll yeah. have nothing to it do. It took me so long. I can't write at home. I'm trying to, I was like making plans to set up a, a desk in my bedroom where I'm like, okay, I can get up, <laughs> I can get up and make coffee and then go back in my bedroom and sit at the desk yeah. and just like. Just write, bro. Just yeah. write. I'm just going to write. But gonna for write. the last few years, I've, my, my writing has always been done in like grocery store delis where, uh, <laughs> oh sure not like good like I recently moved started going to Huckleberries and like nice. the My Fresh Basket one the My, my Fresh, Fresh Basket, Basket deli is awesome it's great because you're elevated above yeah and, but then beautiful. I just sat I was sitting there and I was like why do they have the tables on, on the railing side of the catwalk and not against the window where people want to sit so I was just like Sitting there contemplating that for 15 minutes. I was like, I'm going to go talk to a manager. <laughs> and I went down and got a cup of coffee. And Sounds I like a really good bit. And I asked for a manager on duty. Get the fuck out. You did not. Well, first I said, I went to the get to coffee and I said it to the girl that served me coffee. I was like, has anyone ever mentioned about the tables up on the catwalk? All the time. on the wrong side. And like, I, my worry was, number one. I want to sit by the window, but my other worry is was that I was going to spill the food I bought into somebody's like, shopping oh, cart. Right. So she goes, no, no one's ever said that, but that's a really good point. She started looking at it. I was like, like, is there like an assistant, like just a manager, like supervisor I could talk to? So she goes, yeah, they're in the, it was, they're in the express lane. And she was like, 
uh, checking. Right. <laughs> she had like a line, so I didn't bother then. But then I went back in the next time, and I was like, "Hey, I just wanted to." <laughs> also, did you know that the coffee's a little cold <laughs> around? The coffee's a little yeah, cold. Yeah, that's what I realized. I was like, "Oh man, I'm like, I'm like one of those retirees that goes to the grocery <laughs> store at eleven in the morning." <laughs> And only as it's complete about. Have you these green grapes don't look come, very fresh? How come they didn't get the chicken out to the hot bar by eleven? It's supposed to open at eleven. They didn't get it till there till eleven fifteen. Anyway, I did get to look done, forward to. I did a bunch of my writing and I used, to, I used to get a silly uh, deli like Rosars or like Safeways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just sit in their deli scene. Where they have like two tables and you're just like, what the fuck? And, well, the activity this? around me is really, it's something about having like people doing stuff around me where I can like focus. Yeah. Like white noise. Especially people yeah. I don't know. No, I get that. That's like, in the fraternity, I could never get shit done in my room. I'd right. have to go down in the kitchen or in the computer, the air quote, computer yeah. lab. The closet that we had two computers yeah. in. Because <laughs> you're like, when you're in the, like, in the lab, there was like all yeah. this shit going on in the hall around you. And you're like, like it made sense to be kind of distracted. Whereas like, if yeah. you're in your room, you're just like, oh, I, I could look at porn. Yeah. I started <laughs> I'm doing not gonna. Well, not very much. Yeah. Not I tried it for the first time because I um, saw an interview with Mitch Hedberg's girlfriend or wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, like, Shortly after he died, and he, she was talking about his writing, and she was like, "Oh, he would go to like Target food courts. Just That's where he would write. Yeah. He'd go sit and write. I was like, I'm gonna try that, and it, it fucking it works because you're like, right? There's something about like writing, and then you look up and you see somebody you would never see before. Right. Do right. something right. weird, and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, and it's and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's way it's way better people watching than a Starbucks, which is full of other people that go to write. Right. 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 You're just looking at somebody else on a laptop or notebook. Yeah. <laughs> you're writing too. I'm writing. Look, I'm writing with a pen. Yeah, watch this shit. <laughs> which Harry J. Riley gives me shit for for writing in a notebook still. Yeah, yeah, right. when, when there's technology. <laughs> that's weird. That's what right, was weird to me, too. I, there was some, like, little post on the Facebook comedy thing or whatever, yeah. and it was like, oh, I lost my notebook or something. And I was like, notebook? You're still <laughs> a fucking notebook? Damn. Oh, everything is I, like, I got, like, a pocket full of, uh, of notes, but if something hits, it's, it goes right on the... No, I didn't. I, need I, I wish I had done that from the start. Because yeah, sometimes okay. I'm like, how did I write that this third or fourth time it like yeah yeah i like having a notebook <clears throat> really yeah really write with your hands yeah <laughs> hey i, I guess like you that. write with your yeah. hands on a computer but i mean no but i like having the the more tangible yeah thing because the beauty of the notebook is is that like <clears throat> hey a notebook is a goal yeah like it's a tangible goal like i'm going to try to fill this in a year yeah. Either with my sets, oh, yeah. my premises. Oh, yeah, it's like a physical thing. So it's a manifestation it. of just how much work you are or not or are not getting done. Yeah, because you don't get to that, see when you're on a computer. You don't get to see how many times you hit delete. Right, but then on top of that, it's also like you know if you're doing one a year or one every X period of time, yeah. like you can be like, okay, this is comedy notebook year one. Huh. This is comedy notebook year two, and I end up doing about a half a notebook a year. Um, That's interesting. And the beauty of that, though, is that, like, I have all of them. So, like, I can go back and look at, like, verbatim set lists I wrote from mm-hmm. my first couple of years. And, and, like, every now and then when I'm at open mic and I don't have 
anything new to say. Mm-hmm. I can go back and I can find one of those things that did. Like I'll look through my notes. Like and a, if premise, I see, a premise you tried, but right. never, like, if I see the premise that. more than mm-hmm. once, like if I see it a couple times, and that will like it will span. Then I'll be like, okay, well, I clearly at the time thought there was something there. Yeah. And try to peel it back a little. Yeah, bit. and be like, how long have you guys been doing comedy for? April would be seven years for me. I think you're. Oh yeah, you you started a few months after me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So February was seven for me. I could see that. <clears throat> there were there was like a year and a half, maybe two years of fucking off. <laughs> maybe well, a year. I don't know. I still <clears throat> think it. I, I mean, my first year. Whether you it. want to count it or not, the the people in the scene. Yeah. Like when I hear people say like, "Oh, I've been doing it for four years." I mean, I, I took six months off here. I took three months. Like that. Then that doesn't fucking count. Yeah, but me. yeah, yeah. So the when I was fucking off the whole time, I was fucking. I was like, man, I should be going to open mic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I can remember going like, to see Casey at Zola. And being like, and and this sounds however it wants. I don't give a fuck. I saw him doing it, and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> that's what I felt like. But that was my first comedy club. <laughs> that's like yeah. my first three so times like, doing yeah. it. Yeah. Stand up there and say things. Yeah. And then you know the beauty now is that we have a comedy club that not only advertises but has yeah. its location listed correctly on the internet. Yeah. Instead of having the owner's home, yes, yeah, and it's. it's I wonder how many times people showed up to his house. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, but it's like it was. I mean, not that it's so easy to in now, but it was. There was more barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. So many years ago, uh, it wasn't. Well, yeah, the barrier to entry wasn't as big. It was just. It was was hard to find it. You had to go. Uh, aside from Uncle D's, you had to go, if you wanted more mic time, you had to like literally go to places that register an op- music open mic and go, hey, can I tell some jokes? No one's going to, you can do it while like, no taking a break. Shit, bro, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're setting up. <clears throat> I, it's, it's a point of pride for me that that's why they have comedy at Soulful Soups. Yeah, it should be. Because I walked in and I was like, hey, so you guys got open mic later. When does that start? And uh, like, what are you Daniel was running it. He's like, uh, nine. And I was like, is the mic? How open is the mic? Is I think what's my line? Spoken me. word thing. Do you guys do spoken word? I was like, because I, I just want to tell some jokes. He's like, oh yeah, man. And then like then he was like, next time you want to be the featured performer, <laughs> which at the time was like, sure. You guys like me that much? Now it's like, oh well. I think don't about really, it. I don't really want it. I feel you bad. You just featured the, over there. The dude who it's a good runs it's, it's it a now, good spot. Red it's or whatever. A, like he's such a nice dude. Uh, no, it's Darren. That was it. Darren. Aldridge. It's, uh, oh. <clears throat> it's Sweet Rebel D. It's over. Is he the guy that plays the... <laughs> Does he play uh, the drum? Shit. No, he, uh, Red plays the drum. Okay. Yeah. Red, Red plays the Irish everyone talking to me about it. Yeah, Red's a, every music thing that happened. Like, every... I believe music it. Music up in mic. What did you say? It's done? Uh-huh. What? The mic? Yeah, we, the, we, could probably, we could probably talk about it. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I just saw that it was... That was in... It was over? Was ending, yeah. Well, that's okay. It ended before. Uh, I did. I talked to someone that worked there, and they do want to work out a way to do another like open mic thing. Yeah. That's they cool. want to do it different. They want to set it up different. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the thing is um, people forget that open mics are not a money generator unless uh, the business is really willing. Like, the people who do open mic aren't going to bring in tons of business for yeah. you. Like the business has to cultivate a reputation yeah. as like a place that like. Has a bitch and open mic. Yeah. yeah. And Something the way they, I think, 
Especially when it's a mixed open mic. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough, but also I think there's potential for an open mic that's mixed to be a draw because you could see somebody go, like, if people collaborated more in them where, like, a comedian would go up while someone else is playing music, that would be... Yeah, that or could like potentially a, be a dope thing to see. Or you could, you could fucking <laughs> get idea. comedians to like do time while the musicians were setting up. Yeah, right because in between. That's not a bad that's idea. That's what I told them when they asked me what I thought should go differently. I was like, well, you spend at least five minutes between every musician, this right, kind of dude? And make it a tighter jet. thing and like and, plan it out a little bit. And I know that you need, at certain points, the levels, right? you got to hear how loud shit's going to be. Yeah. But it's like, you could get everything done except the, the bass level. And even that, right. couldn't that but be at, done in a headphone? But also at an open mic, it's like, you're at an open mic. Right. As a musician, you shouldn't expect the sound to be perfect for you. Right. Mm-hmm. You should expect that in there's In fact, that's part, of, that's part of, like, learning to do shit as a musician is to adapt to the room right instead Dude. of adapt so right I mean, instead that, of making it adapt to you a fucking valuable lesson in comedy too yeah yeah which you'll learn Derek but you're you're still fresh one of these days <laughs> when, wait how long <laughs> are you a year in no six, seven months yeah I was like even September. I know like a year in yeah getting close and close I don't pay attention to any people yeah <laughs> that's, not, okay, that's not true at all. No, it is. <laughs> that was a dick thing to say. it's not I, I always pay attention to new people because I want them to come to. I think that like the people that you pay attention to that are new are the people that their behavior demands attention. Whether that's because they show a dedication, or because they're just phenomenally talented, or some combination of the two. But it's like yeah. anybody who only goes to one open mic, I don't care. Just the way yeah. I just don't care, and 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 I yeah, understand. You gotta be hungry enough to go. And like, I understand to go there tell, are certain to go people jokes in the gutter. Who like? <laughs> I was thinking of doing that the other day. What? Put, putting up a grabbing a speaker and just going down the, down to the street. I had friends that were doing a. a you should do it at the party. pavilion, dude. Yeah. At uh, dude at the pagoda or the pagoda. The, the, the fucking. Pagoda. I think it's closed. No. The pavilion in the park. At Coraline Park. Oh, in Coral, oh yeah, that thing, it is closed. They put a chain fence on No it. fucking way. <laughs> Keep bums out of it. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. But it that's had, a good idea, though. They're like, please don't pee on our landmark. <laughs> I'm confronted by the idea of doing comedy in the daytime here that's pretty so quick. so rough, dude. Uh, yeah, I've done it a couple times. Interesting. <laughs> it's so rough. I just saw a picture of Ken at the district with shorts on, and it's like totally daylight out behind him and stuff. I was like, yeah, oh so shit, weird. that's weird. Yeah, get ready yeah. for that. Like spring, yeah. late springs and summer open mics that's where it's just bright out yeah. and yeah. people are like, I'd like, rather be in a barbecue than here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Like, like that. SCC is the place for that. Like they're cultivating enough of a consistent yeah. open mic crowd of people and I'm like, Oh, this uh, yeah. I think you're talking about the college. college. Yeah, dude, the college, dude. <laughs> like, hey, wait a minute. Spokane Comedy College? Yeah. You don't know about it? <laughs> you guys don't know about Spokane Comedy College? Uh, That's where man. Casey and I have degrees. That's a great idea. <laughs> Those are the only real degrees we have. We, we drew them by hand with puffy paints. Yeah, they're, 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 they're beautiful. They're Whatever, accredited. The they're accredited. <laughs> yeah, right? They were notarized. That's an accreditation. That's uh, let's see. So you're seven months in. Uh-huh. How do you feel now about it? Good. 
Yeah, you I like, like, it, it, I like it a lot. Yeah, it was a. I mean, it was like the first time I ate shit, and it was like still I was like fuck yeah. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's way a, good. That's a pretty good was, sign. That, yeah, because yeah, it's weird. The was it a chance? No, it was it was at the club. Oh, okay, Spokane Comedy Club. It's weird. Like at the poetry thing, it's like oh. At the end, of, when you get done talking, it's like, everybody feels something. And they're like, we did or didn't. I don't know. It's yeah. just weird. But with the laughs, it's like, I say, or even the yeah. music. It's like, all you got to do, all you got to do to get an applause break with music is finish the song. Right. Stop playing. That was, <laughs> That's my okay. only one gripe with musical comics. Yeah. Is that if you're going to go as an audience member and see a mu- musical comic, uh, you can't clap just because they have a basic competency in their yeah, guitar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the song has to be funny, too. It's a song. Like, <laughs> like you, have, you have, like, a rubric for it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I because because otherwise, if that's, if that's all it Everybody takes, else feels that way, but you're the only one that's drawn out <laughs> the graph in your head. Well, because I can fucking play the guitar. So it's like, what, I should just take the guitar up and tell some hack-ass shit jokes? <laughs> I saw that with uh, Michael Glatzmeyer. The yeah, you should. For the first I, I time. should. Yeah. Well, I've I talked with that, Michael that, about that. Yeah, one show. What? For, I saw him. I never seen him play guitar and do comedy and... Saw with that one show. He, do a full set. He's fucking good. He's fucking good yeah. at it. And yeah. and Michael brought up a really valid point to me because I was espousing a similar complaint to him. <laughs> you great yeah had a complaint yeah I'm fucking imagine. <laughs> uh, but I was like, dude, you know, it's kind of whack that like the music itself gets the break. And he's like, well, you know, if you can play guitar and sing, then one of the things you know is that like when you're if you're learning a song that someone else wrote and you're learning like you first you have to learn the music with your hands and then mm-hmm. you have to learn the words and then the point where you combine them it's not this easy fluid thing mm-hmm. right? because you're still having to remember the changes right and all that and yeah. there's a rhythm to the delivery of the vocals that goes with the music mm-hmm. but the same is weirdly fucking true in comedy like you can't just play like like a like a hundred beats a minute in four four and just talk at whatever pace you fucking want over yeah. it. It doesn't yeah. fucking work. And yeah, if you can do that, you're a genius. Like, yeah. your brain is naturally like, okay, this is the pace of the song. Yeah. And the words need to... Be like, I think the only one that was a savant at that was... Uh, was it Roger Williams is the, the musician? Mm. I don't know. But it's just like... It's, <laughs> it's, who's the guy, who's, like who's the guy that, was, that was the voice of the rooster in uh, Disney's Robin Hood? That played oh, the band. Shit. Now, Luce is weird. Robin does it. But he's right. strumming on the... Which a couple of weeks ago when we were in line at the comedy club and Derek was walking up, Tony Russell and I were like, dude, he's... <laughs> Derek is the bear. Derek is uh, the little John. Yeah. Well, actually, Tony said he's um, Tony said he's uh, little John the bear, and I said no, he's the sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I, I see yeah. that. What was that guy? Aesthetically, at least. Fucking. He was. I think he was supposed to be like a wolf, like a big fat wolf. Yeah, big fat wolf. Yeah. Because yeah. all the other all the other deputies were wolves too. Point that big shooter somewhere. Crime and nearly triggered. Put that pea shooter down. Because he's got the, the crossbow. He like he always like misfires it and hits somebody in the ass oh, with it. Yeah. It's weird when something like that comes out and you realize, oh man, I've seen that movie way too many times. 
I watched that shit every week. At least once a week when I was a kid. I watched... When I was in seventh grade, I watched The Lion King every day after school. Damn. Seventh grade you were watching The Lion King? Fuck yeah, that's a great fucking movie, by the way. That's a good movie. I know. I danced. I tap danced as Pumbaa. (laughs) (laughs) In a dance recital. Yeah. Well, at least we've written one good joke tonight. That's awesome, dude. That's a good story. Uh, I've never heard that. I don't want to be a pooper, but... Yeah, we gotta... We gotta wrap it up. Um, so what were you drinking? Jim Beam? Yeah. I was drinking Jim Beam, but Great. I also had... Everybody um, fucking knows about that shit. It's whiskey. <laughs> We've talked about it a lot yeah. of different times. I've also recently drank... Uh, what's what Colonel E.H. Taylor's Four Grain... You talked about it at the top Four Grain the Whiskey. I just want to make sure people remember. How much is it for a shot? Uh, Tyson eight, said... Eight bucks? Tyson wouldn't tell me... Which means I think it's over twenty bucks a shot. Because he because he said he said they're charging a lot, but it's still not enough for like what it's for, <laughs> like for the bottle. <laughs> uh, but anyway, go to the observatory and order that. They so have a really good whiskey really shelf at the yeah, observatory. He, he cultivates that. Yeah, he cares a lot about it. It's mm-hmm. really enjoyable. Derek, um, you got any uh, stuff coming up you'd like to promote, man? Uh, open mics. A lot of open mics. A lot of open mics? Of, and then... Uh, the, every open mic you're at. Yeah, every, you don't have to ask which one Derek's going to be at. He's going to be there. At the, I did last week. I did all of them that were available, the mix mics, too. And, uh, and the Riddler thing on Sunday. It was good. It just had Saturday off. It was really nice to go out and... That's that grind, stuff. son. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. If you're going to keep doing that, then you should bring back the attendance sheet. Yeah, I'll be the one. <laughs> like, hey guys, it's got to be idea. someone who yeah. does it. Yeah. But there used to be like a punch card system. Yeah. You didn't get Oh, Ken McComb started it. He started it back? Yeah. No, he's, he's the one that started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to have a punch card thing where like That's cool. he was at all of them. And if you showed up, you got a little on your mm-hmm. card. Yeah. Little gold star. Mm-hmm. There you go, buddy. There you go. I'm doing the uh, the off the cup thing. The oh yeah. The new dees world the is uh, social hour. And the social, the social hour rhythm. pants yeah. pending. What's the production. what is it? What's the off the cuff? It's a uh, five minutes of material, and then seven minutes of um. You, you pick topics out of a bucket. Oh, so crowd, it's just set list? Uh, no, that the crowd has a... Uh, yeah, set list. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, yeah, that was what it's Yeah, it's the same thing. Josh is mad because that's what I'm thinking. No. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. I'm over getting mad at that kind of stuff yeah. because it turns out producing comedy shows fucking was that, sucks. Was it your idea before? No, no, it's uh, a long established It's a really old yeah. thing. But it is, yeah, producing a show. Producing shows There's fucking sucks. There's a few people that are good at it, uh, and if you're not... I don't even know that you have to be good at it. It's just good having the drive to do it. <laughs> to keep like bugging people. Yeah. Because it. it's yeah. like yeah. certain people run better shows than other people, but it's like fucking at least someone's doing something. Because yeah. I've produced open mics. Casey produces an open mic. Good one. Dude, too. fucking producing an open mic is it's the worst. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the bottom of the, it's the, bottom of the barrel of hey, producing it's the shows. Of the barrel, for sure. <laughs> but it's also just uh, just because you got to do it at like it's you got to consistently do it every week. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then like the only reason to find yourself as good is because I started doing it every week. Right. And said I'm gonna host it, 
and everybody can show up. But I'll be there. People couldn't handle every other week. That was yeah. far too much for their brains. That's what Tease yeah. is doing right now. It's like, Ronnie I mean, I wish Ronnie feels, the best of luck, but Tuesdays. It feels like. Uh, I think she it was moved good. it to every week, didn't she? It's been kind of going back and forth. Uh, but it, when it was going every week, it started to get its personality and stuff. It was really. The first time it was yeah. standing against the wall right. with the people with their backs turned, <laughs> talking right to their fans. That's fucking awesome. I was like, this is great. <laughs> got any uh, social media presence you want to promote? It's just Facebook. I don't do anything else. Okay. Just fucking Facebook. Right. I mean, I have an Instagram and stuff and a Twitter, but I don't, I don't, I don't get on them. So okay. could get on there and yeah. No, just Facebook. What about That's you, it. Casey? Uh, I have a few things coming up. Oh. Yeah. Um, got that three-day run. Got the three-day uh, Mark Morris comedy run. That'll be... Mark Morris comedy uh, run. Mark Morris comedy run. Um, so I'll be... I can never remember the order. I hope I go to the right <laughs> towns on the right day. But uh, I will be in... Uh, it'll be Rockford, Washington, the Harvest Moon... And then uh, the Hogfish in Coeur d'Alene. And then Eagles Pub in Cheney. Eagles Pub is on Sunday. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, it's April 13th, 14th, and 15th. Yeah. Uh, look on my Facebook and Instagram because I'll be posting the actual dates with flyers in the next week. Yes. And those are just under your name, right? Yes, under the name Casey Stray. Okay. Ooh. Yes. And uh, following that, the following Tuesday... Oh... I'll be in Lewiston, Idaho at Shooters. Yeah! Shooters! Yeah, dude. Uh, I'll be going down there with Phil Kopsinski and Dees Casillas. On that grind. Uh, Hell yeah. We're going down there. It's the first... I I think it's the first comedy show they've had at Shooters. And uh, it sounds like the guy is really good at... He's down to promote and Mm -hmm. do advertising, so... I have a friend or two down in Lewiston that does comedy. Yeah, be pushing... Try to find some friends that I have in Lewiston or just, you know, second or third level. Right, <laughs> right. Acquaintances. On the chain. Sure. <laughs> that may be able to get people out. So. Okay. Nice. And then watch for me. I'll be going on, uh, prior to that, prior to the three-day run, I'll be on the uh, Social Hour podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the co-host is now. It rotates. I can't through some people. But I'll be there... I'll be on that uh, the week of April 9th through the 13th. Nice. I don't know when he really. I think he releases on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Betcha. Dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dope. Brandy. And then big announcement. Uh-oh. next. The next yeah. episode I'll announce it because I'm waiting for confirmation. But The big announcement. The big announcement. Oh. Oh. It's not a huge announcement. It's, it's a big announcement. It's pretty big, though. But it's big. It's, it's I do want fair, fair size. <laughs> yeah. I do want to thank I do want to thank everybody that voted for me for uh, best oh, local yeah. comedian in the Inlander. Uh, best local podcast. <laughs> they don't have that yet, but I did. I did say it to somebody drunk at the, <laughs> at the party. <laughs> I'm uh, the best podcast. What you guys want? Uh, I'm on best local podcast. Best comedian. No, I was stoked because the voting for like the uh the one, two and three places for that were all local comedians this year. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And dude. it wasn't like I mean Dan Cummins is kinda local, but it 
it wasn't just like people were like, who's a comedian from here? And they just wrote a name down. <laughs> this year it was three people. Jared Munson got second. Ryan McCombe got third. But so that means yeah. people are going. Can't believe you beat Jared Munson. <laughs> That's what everybody said. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you beat him? He's uh, just he just does the networking. His fucking marketing thing. networking yeah. is crazy. Yeah, he's on the fuck point with it. But uh, it shows that people are going to local comedy shows and, re- and remembering people names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, good. yeah, that's awesome. Facebook probably helps with that. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. If, uh, find me on Facebook and Instagram to get all those dates if you can't remember. Dates and dates. Brandy, you got anything coming up? Um, no. No? Are you going to put up your 50 hour slam movie? On your... uh, I have to wait two weeks. And then I'm, I'm doing the horror movie now. Cool. But I don't have any comedy stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to make a horror movie about my mom because she's scary as shit. She's a super duper bitch. Uh, I, I, I've had two communications with Randy's mom, and both times they conclude they consisted of things that I cannot believe a human being would say about something that came out of their uterus. Nice. Just the fucking most vile shit. Oh yeah, you told me. She's such a, she's a terrible human. And she deserves any shit that gets talked about her. I think it's good to bump into terrible humans. Every now and then, but it's a bummer when that's... Not so they they run off the road, but just so they have to (laughs) jolt back on like and have fear for their life. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Let's see. And then I... Josh, what you got going (laughs) on? I will still be on house arrest. Yeah, we've still got to get like a projector thing set up or something. I am officially halfway done, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I'll take a clap on that. So I just uh, May twenty second. That's the last day. <laughs> That's a Tuesday, so you can see me at the Spokane Comedy Club open mic right, on well, May twenty third. If everything goes, as long as everything goes according to God's plan. They posted on the on the Facebook group about doing a um uh thank like a thank you event. Oh, yeah. With spoke like for people that have done shows with spoke comedy, okay. Everyone was posting shit. I almost put up. Oh, uh, we'd have to go do it to uh, Josh's house because he can't leave. <laughs> we should do a barbecue. That's the thing. I'm not allowed it's to have a group barbecue. And, yeah, then, then I remember you can't throw a party. I didn't want to get in trouble. So. There you go. So no. I didn't want a bunch of people showing up to your house. Um, if you're dying for extra exposure to me, I have started streaming on Twitch. Nice. Playing Counter Strike, uh, like all of my social media platforms, you can find it at Shimshammy S H I M S H A M M I E, uh, Twitch.tv/Shimshammy. I try to stream around nine p.m. Been having some issues with my video card. Nine p.m. Pacific time. Nine p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Been having some issues with my video card, and where my computer will crash. Specifically, it seems like when I'm streaming, but then I'll come back. And it'll run strong for another hour. So if you see me on stream and it just stops, just go eat or take a poop or something. <laughs> come back. Because that means that you're eating or pooping. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I'm turning the computer off and then turn it back. Like uh, we're gonna restart it yeah. and it'll be back. Um, and uh, we're gonna book in this with. Uh, uh, if you have questions, comments, or concerns about the podcast, mm-hmm. address them to weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com. 
We have a Twitter. It's Weed and Whiskey One. Still haven't been able to get at Weed and Whiskey from that that person who hasn't used it since 2013. Have we? Message her recently? I ha- oh, not recently, no, but I, I will. Actually, she everybody, everybody, she, everybody who's listening this far into the podcast should tweet yeah. at Weed and Whiskey and say, hey, give those guys... Yeah, give those guys that thing. Give at Weed and Whiskey one. You haven't account. checked in probably five years. <laughs> she died. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then, if you are a cannabis user, yeah. please go to budboxdc.com. And use the promo code weed and whiskey, the letter N, weed N. and whiskey, and that will get you ten percent off your first month subscription of mm-hmm. uh, fifteen dollars. Like the subscription is fifteen dollars, you'll get ten percent off that. And what it is is it's a weekly or a monthly like subscription box, like yeah. you know, like loot box or whatever, where they will send you. Uh, accessories yeah. to enhance your weed smoke. Rolling papers, grinders, pipes, ecstasy. Uh, no, <laughs> no, Derek. Yeah. Not it's not your box yeah. that you keep your. It's not your cigar box you keep your shit in. <laughs> that but you they, used to. But they will uh, send you really cool stuff for smoking herb, and it's totally worth it. Every stuff to try out. Yeah. Yeah. Every subscription supports the podcast directly. Yeah. Although I haven't received any confirmation that anyone has used our code to subscribe. <laughs> um, so, if if motivation remains high, I'm going to go upstairs after this and record an intro-y promo thing. Oh. And then we'll oh, have nice. a legit in front of the episode advertisement. Yeah, yeah. But I might not do that until I can refine that. Will Gilman once made us an intro yeah. that included music. If I can find yeah, that again... Nice. We'll get her going. And I might just contact him and see if he'll make a new one anyway. Yeah. Also, if you're listening to the podcast and you have any kind of sound editing ability and you want to make us an intro, you do that. Because that's not or, really something we would do. Or if you're listening to the podcast and you're from a band that used to be called Terrible Buttons and you just want right. to record yourself playing that song. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ryan Brown. Ryan Brown. Yeah. Chris Hasso, yeah. Sarah Berenson. One of you? There were 12 people in that band. John Kilman. I can't believe we can't find one person. Right? Um, other than that, you know, have a good night. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah. Or day. Thanks for coming on, Derek. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, now you're, now you're big time. You're on Spokane. I think this is your shot. This is your made it, guys. This is it. You guys saw it. You're going to blow up after this. <laughs> literally. <laughs> 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 fucking literally. <laughs>